It's time for everything you need to know in life you can learn from General Hospital, where we explore seven life lessons that this iconic soap teaches us every weekday. 60 years and going. I hope you'll join us. Hello, GH fans, current, former, and those coming back after 30, 40 years. <laughs> All right, this is Katie Carroll. This is everything you need to know in life. You can learn from General Hospital. And I'm so glad to have you with us today where we will explore seven life lessons. You can learn from this wonderful soap that I love so much. And this is brought to you by Catty Girls, C-A-T-T-E-E -E, Girls. All right. Well, we'll get right into it this week. So much going on. And don't worry about our podcast being impacted by the writer's strike. As you know, I've been watching General Hospital for more than 40 years. So there are so many life lessons we can learn just going back to old storylines. So don't worry. Although I do hope it's resolved soon because we're starting to see our weekly schedule impacted there. And we want all the actors to get back to work as well. Yeah. All right. So number one this week, no one is all good or all bad. And we've touched on this topic before, but really we need, all need to keep in mind. We are all flawed and imperfect. Life is complicated, people, right? The ICU nurse tending to Willow spoke these wise words as they spoke about Nina and Harmony. Willow's biological mother, Nina, and the mother who raised her Harmony both have a complicated past and have done some horrible things. Yet, they are both loving women who at many times made the right decision. When Harmony's testimony and cooperation was needed to bring down Shiloh, remember the cult leader Shiloh, in the end, she did it and she made the right decision. And without her, I don't think they would have been able to bring Shiloh down like they did. Nina, likewise has made some crazy bad choices, but then came back to do so many great things in this world. She made Crimson Magazine a huge success, employing a lot of people, right? Mentoring Maxie in the fashion industry. And she was a great mother to Charlotte while her and Valentine were together. And when she found out Willow was her daughter, she stepped right up in hopes she was a bone marrow match. Now, we will never forget some of her poor, poor choices either. We can forgive, not forget, I guess. <laughs> not telling Sonny who he really was when she first found him in Nixon Falls, yes. After he lost his memory and thought his name was Mike. Uh, taking Ava's baby right from her belly. And going on the run with baby Avery and Franco. <laughs> These are complicated characters, people. And so are we. Now, we're not going to have the same drama, hopefully, that Nina, Nina and Franco have, but let's be patient with ourselves and our friends and family as all of us get better with time. We learn from our mistakes and become better humans and leave this world a little better off, hopefully. I mean, that's really a great goal to strive for. And remember, one of my favorite Dr. Dyer quotes, you don't need to be better than anyone else. You just need to be better than you used to be. So as you navigate this week, remember, no one is all good or all bad. We are all flawed and imperfect. We are just trying to figure things out, people. Yes. <laughs> all right. Number two, 
we all need to play more board games and less video games, less phone time. I love the scene with Finn and Elizabeth playing backgammon, which I have no idea how to play. She was helping Finn get ready for an expected game with Tracy Quartermain. Now, remember, Finn and Tracy struck up a friendship when Tracy almost died from a pathogen infection, which turned out to be brain worms, as I remember. Finn, being an amazing infectious disease specialist, was able to diagnose and then save Tracy's life. Throughout her treatment, playing backgammon was kind of their go-to game where they bonded, and it really helped them both cope with the uncertainty of Tracy's recovery, and it was just a great, a great activity they did together in the hospital. Back to board games. <laughs> it is so healthy, and I feel like you interact more with your family and friends, whether it's backgammon, Monopoly, you know, poker, it is so much more of a social activity than binging on Netflix or just scrolling on the phone. So take just one night this week, start to change your habits a little bit. And instead of turning on the TV, sit down at the kitchen table or dining room table and do a puzzle. You know, if you happen to be alone that evening, do a puzzle. Make your teenagers do a few hands of poker or try backgammon. I bet we could all find a used set like at Second and Charles or something or Mercari. <laughs> and by the way, I did a little research on the history of backgammon. It's kind of interesting. It was a little controversial. I looked at Wikipedia, which I usually go to, and it was first mentioned, they said, in a letter dated 1635. And it emerged as a variant of the popular Anglo-Scottish game of Irish. It then, you know, spread to Europe and later to America in the 19th century. So there is also another narrative that says it dates as far back as 5,000 years to present day Iran and Iraq, which was Mesopotamia back then. Um, and that it, so it was much older than the 1600s. But I figure wherever <laughs> and whenever backgammon came into existence, we're all grateful for games like this that require some skill and some luck so you can still eat and drink and have fun while you're playing it. You know, I think um, the game of bridge, the card game is pretty intense and you really have to focus. So I like these games. It's a little skill, but a, a little luck as well. And it just brings people together. I love it. I love it. All right. Number three, let's all strive for a daily vocation like Elizabeth Weber's new role as head nurse. As Finn stated while speaking with Elizabeth and reminiscing about fantastic, wonderful epiphany. Oh, we miss her. But he stated, medicine is never boring, never finished, always something left to learn. And I think there's a lot of professions like that as well. So don't settle for humdrum. Don't settle for a boring vocation. Keep challenging yourself. And I know we talk about this a lot of finding what you're meant to do and doing it and taking that chance. So if right now you don't feel energized by your day job, start looking around, take a class. You don't have to quit right off the bat, but take um, a little side job on the weekend or sell some artwork on Etsy. 
and strive to do some good, like Elizabeth is striving for in this new role. And I love how Elizabeth was saying it's not about her, but it's about the patients and serving them and her fellow staff. And she's there to support all of them. Her amazing grandfather, remember, was Steve Hardy. And the rich history of service at the hospital is just, it's, you know, it's outstanding. And I think there's probably a lot of hospitals like that. And Elizabeth wonders if she can fill the shoes of Jesse Brewer and Bobby Spencer, who were head nurses before Epiphany. Of course she can. Finn states that maybe she is the strongest of all. And despite her petite physicality, he may be totally right on this. I think she's going to do great because she's gotten through her mental illness, right? She's gotten help and she's on the other side of that. He also states, this is kind of your destiny. <laughs> so we know she has the strength to be head nurse. And like Elizabeth, you have the strength and resources to do what you are passionate about. If Elizabeth can come back from her mental breakdown and realize this goal of becoming a nurse, you can do anything as well. So just take a step this week. Take a step. Google what you're interested in. Start there. We have so many resources now that just even 10, 20 years ago we didn't have that we can find out information and connect with people so quickly. So do it. Do it. <laughs> All right. Number four. Before you jump in yelling and throwing your opinions around, stop listen, and make sure you have all the facts. Jocelyn, oh, Jocelyn, being so determined that Michael should have turned in the damning footage and getting Sonny sent off to prison. Now, she is all of 19 or 20, and she grew up in the mob, but she still doesn't understand the full array of implications that Sonny going to prison would have on her whole family. Oh, Jocelyn, just stop and listen to your wise mother, Carly. If you want peace in Port Charles, Sonny needs to stay in power. Yes. And I have been known on occasion to have quite a big mouth and offer my unsolicited opinion. <laughs> and all I can say, and I used to do this quite a bit when I was young, um, you know, because I'm very passionate about environmental issues and women's rights issues. And all I can say is I am much better at listening and gathering facts than I used to be. <laughs> We do have a few characters besides Jocelyn who do this, of course. Uh, my Carly Corinthos, she can be on that vein of, of uh, personality, but she is so much better than she used to be. Remember, you know, when she was young and with Jason, Jason was always getting her out of trouble or trying to stop her from, you know, going off the handle and really, um, you know, making things worse for herself. So we can just say she's better than she used to be, for sure. And Tracy Quarterman, of course, is notorious for this behavior and continues to steamroll over folks who, without understanding the full implications of what she does. Oh, Tracy, Tracy, Tracy. While we are all very grateful she saved Ethan, we do wish she could show a little more care and empathy for others. Tracy, come on. So... The next time you're about to blurt out to someone, you need to do this, take a pause and maybe ask, what do you want to do? Or how did you feel after doing that? I think these are a lot better statements to solicit 
their feelings and get their feedback and not just be telling them what you think without really knowing what they're going through on their side as well. And remember, young or old, we all have much to learn. All of us, for sure. (laughs) All right, number five. Uh, This is just a great reminder for summer as we really start going to the pool a lot more. Don't run at the pool and wear flip-flops, Birkenstocks, or some sort of pool shoes. Ned's fall and subsequent TBI, traumatic brain injury, is such a good reminder with summer here to be more careful around that pool. And like Ned, if you hit your head and fall in, you don't have a life preserver on and you could drown before a lifeguard or Drew Kane jumps in to save you. I really love swimming and diving, but it is very easy to slip around the pool. And many states do not require lifeguards to be on duty. So take that extra step if you're swimming with no lifeguard and make sure someone is with you. We can see with what happened to Ned, how quickly something can happen with just a little water on the pool deck and a few towels thrown asunder and a whole life has changed, a whole family thrown into chaos. There was no lifeguard at the Metrocord. Did everyone notice that? Hmm. So I looked up the New York State requirements and looks like for a pool less than five feet deep and less than 2,000 square feet, they just have to have an emergency phone with signage on the wall. So they were in compliance at the Metrocord. This would have been the same for so many other states and the hotel pools. So be careful. Don't go alone. You don't want to have a head injury in order to make a life change or follow your true passion as a rock and roll star, a.k.a. Eddie Main, who's back now. (laughs) You want to make that change on your own. You don't want a traumatic brain injury. (laughs) All right. Number six. If you get the chance to mentor someone, do it. Who knows how this will change your mentee's life or your life. I love how Alexis is giving Esme a job and helping her gain employable skills. This is so important, especially for women, to have women who have had career success help guide them and share some professional wisdom. Most large companies, they do have official mentee-mentor programs. And if you are at a company that does, check it out and see how you can participate. If you don't, see if there is someone you would like to learn from and see if they will be a resource. Most people are more than willing to help. Take them to coffee if you're doing that, you know, once a month, a half hour, or you do a Zoom, send them a Starbucks gift card. Little memento of your appreciation. Usually they don't even want that. They just are glad to do it. And if there is a younger employee who approaches you, say yes and help them out. There are, of course, official guides you can check out as well and maybe get something started wherever you are. Oh, I just love it. And I love Nina, how she mentored Maxie as well. It was such a great moment, I think, to see her really mentor her and get her in fully ensconced in the fashion industry as a leader. And I'll include as well a couple links to different mentoring articles and guidelines. The APA, they have a great guide on mentoring. And I'll include the link for that in the pod notes as well, because I think it's something more and more. Again, it brings people together. Um, Yeah, American Psychological Association. It brings people together. And it's just so important in this world. The more we can come together, I think the more successful we'll all be. 
So go, Alexis, help Esme. And maybe when she regains her memory as her evil self, Esme, she will appreciate your kindness and not try to murder you or frame you for murder. <laughs> oh, we'll see how that Esme storyline plays out. Yeah, I still think she might be faking, but she's doing a pretty good job, though. If she is, I'll tell you what. <laughs> All right. Number seven already. Last one. Oh, on those days when you just feel like running away and hiding in your room, take a breath. Strive to be better. Willow's isolation nurse gave her some sage advice and let her know her biological mother, Nina, had been waiting outside her door day and night. Even though Willow didn't want Nina there, Nina had to be near her daughter. We know Willow is struggling to forgive Nina, and the nurse just wanted Willow to understand the love Nina was showing. As Willow is struggling through her convalescence after her bone marrow transplant, it would be easy to give up, but she can't. And whatever you're facing, take that sage advice and take a little pause, take a little nap, set the timer though. Oh, by the way, if you need to take a nap, black coffee before the nap, take the nap helps for sure. Right before the nap, take the black coffee. Yep. <laughs> Half hour nap. You're good. Uh, walk around the block, watch an episode of General Hospital, listen to a podcast, <laughs> and then get back on track and do better. Just taking a quick break, even a 10 minute uh, training walk in the neighborhood with your crazy dog. It does. It helps like Clear your head, get you back on track. <laughs> As we speak about quite a bit on this podcast, we have to persevere like the amazing Sonny Corinthos does. I don't know if you have listened to yet the, I think I didn't put it on Spotify. I will have to put it on Spotify. My meditation on Sonny Corinthos and his perseverance. It is on Instagram and YouTube. I will put it on Spotify as well. He really does have amazing perseverance, and we all need to channel that. And Willow needs to channel that strength as well. And if her biological mother wants to help, maybe it's time to accept that assistance. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all for this week on everything you need to know in life. You can learn from General Hospital. Number one, quick recap. No one is all good or all bad. We are all flawed and imperfect. Let's be patient with each other. Number two, we all need to play more board games. Get off those phones, those video games. Let's connect with each other a little better. Number three, let's all strive for a daily vocation like Elizabeth Weber's, where you can be passionate and excited about your work day. Number four, before you jump in yelling and throwing your opinions around, <laughs> stop, listen, and make sure you have all the facts. And number five, don't run on the pool deck and wear good pool shoes. You don't want to have to have a traumatic brain injury to change your life. <laughs> and number six, if you get the chance to mentor someone, do it. Finally, number seven, on those days when you just feel like running away and hiding in your room, take a breath. Strive to do better and be better. All right. That's all for this week. And please let me know if you want to join me on my podcast. You can ping me on Instagram at C-A-T-T-E-E girls. This is Caddy Carroll. I hope you have a great week. I hope you're getting out to the pool safely and enjoying some summer weather. And don't be catty and use your big mouth for good. <laughs> <laughs>